welcome everyone to I So Appreciate You, a raw, funny, and uniquely insightful podcast about the issues and opportunities we all face as values-based leaders and humans. I'm Nadej. And I'm Melanie. We're colleagues at the St. Paul and Minnesota Foundation, and we're friends. When we get together, our conversations can go anywhere, especially when bringing a friend or two along for the ride. So we're inviting you to join us and some incredible guests as we explore the challenges and triumphs of people shaking up our community for the better. Welcome, listeners. We have a great show today. I'm super excited, Melanie. We do. Um, We are going to be joined today by Sarah Edwards, a connector, an influencer, and an artist. And probably I could list a few more things after that. Yes, she does a lot. I know. I know. I'm so looking forward to that conversation. Yeah, we're going to get there. But we have a bonus guest today, a special guest. Uh, I am privileged to be sitting looking at a mother-daughter duo. Addison is joining us today. How are you, Addison? This is Nadezh's daughter. Hello, hello. We, we, We basically are pulling her onto the show because it's going to be so fun. I mean, to she's our first live in studio audience. That, yeah. Oh, it's exciting. Exactly. Know, exactly. So this is like a milestone all the way around. Yeah. We want lots of screaming and clapping, please. Woo. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> have you listened to the podcast? Your I have. Po- okay. Of course. Well, how do you think she does? First of all, I think she's great. You know, all my friends are very impressed that my mom has a podcast. It okay. kind of gives her a lot of cool points. Ah, this is great. Oh, good. <laughs> All right, Addison, you you then, since you listen, will know that we do these three questions, get guests warmed up. So we're going to yes. play this today with you and your mom and see how well your mom knows you. All right. Uh-oh. Okay. So pause before you answer. We'll have her write down her answer and then we'll reveal. Sounds okay, good. The first one, fly or drive? Got it, Nish? Okay, we're good. Mm, I would say drive. I think I do love my car. She's had some tough times recently. Okay. Um, we okay. just had to get it fixed. So I feel especially attached to my car oh, right now. There's a connection As there. a pink fluffy like steering wheel cover. So it's a nice space to be in. Oh, that's great. Okay, mom. All right. So this one was hard because Addison likes to go places, I likes do. to visit cities. Yes. So like flying is the only way to get there. I forgot that her car is a she and it's got a name. Okay. Her name is Ruby. Oh, Ruby. So I screwed this one up and I said fly. I do like travel. We need a buzzer. But you know, my reasoning was sound. Like I know. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And and, you know, and also maybe I'm the one who helped take care of Ruby in this last round. So maybe I'm feeling a little bit of what kind of ways about the car. Uh, Yeah. Ruby. Ruby. That is very true. Thanks, mom. Ruby and mom have a strained relationship right now. All right. Our next question. Mornings or late nights? Oh. Nights. All right. What'd you? Yeah, late nights. Okay. All right. Okay. Our last question. Cook in or eat out? Okay. And I just think just writing down something. That's a tricky one. All right. All right. Hmm. This could change depending on the day, I sure. feel like. But I think that if I have all of the things that I want, I do like to cook. I do. Um, I just feel like oftentimes I don't have the supplies I need. So mm-hmm. then, you know, it's better. I can get the things I want more easily eating out. So that was not really an answer. Oh, so what's answer. Your, your answer is? I'll say cook right now. I think specifically right now being, you know, home all right. Cooking. All right. Okay. So I think all of that justifies my response of both. 
Yes. Oh, yeah. That was, no, I'd say you two are pretty aligned right there. There's yeah. a lot of like waffling, wavering. There was a lot of waffling for sure. Food at yeah. any form, I'm happy with. Yeah. Wonderful. So since since you are our bonus guest, mm-hmm. love to know a little bit about you. What are you doing oh in life goodness. right now? Just just give us a little preview and or peek into the life of Addison. Yeah. Well, I'm currently a college student at Knox College, small liberal arts school in Illinois, and I'm an elementary education major. Oh, excellent. Um, so that's fun and French and theater minors. So lots of things going on all the time. But yeah, just finishing that up. It's my senior year, so almost done. Very excited about that. Oh, I see some parallels theater. There's and talking to we're talking to a creative guest yes. as we go into our next segment. Right. So. Actually, we should probably talk to Addison about social media because she probably knows it way better than we do. And there right? you go. TikTok. I need like seventeen mm-hmm. tutorials on that thing. I just I just re up re upped. Listen to me. I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> Gosh, I'm 112. No, no, I just started my TikTok again because yeah. I'm like I'm missing Wait, a whole. You have a TikTok again? Yeah, yeah. What? I had I had one and then I didn't look at it for years and years. Now I'm like, no, I got to get on TikTok because everybody's there. So you I just it. like my mind is blown so right now. Now I'm on TikTok. Good. I might I might start. A Melanie TikTok. Yeah, I think you should. Right. I will never see it because I'm not on TikTok <laughs> unless you're one of those people who kindly repost it Instagram. on Instagram okay. Reels. Yes, I'm real. Okay. <laughs> so Addison, tell us where should we be? Where are you? Where Ooh. are your peers? Where are people communicating in um, social media land? I guess I, TikTok is a place. I don't post that often, yeah. but I'm scrolling all the time. Instagram will always be a staple of social media, I feel like for me. Sure. And then my most current one I would say is be real it's like a um, they t- tells you to take a photo at a random time every day I'm writing and this down. it kind of connects you to your friends and you see a glimpse of their life like at that time so it'll be a random notification at say 2 p.m one day 10 a.m the next day so it's supposed to be a little more real hence the name Oh, I kind of like that because when Facebook started way back, it was kind of like in, in real time, like people, you'd see the posts in the order that they came. I was like, oh, that's cool. Now it's just yeah. an algorithm. Um, well, this is, this is really enlightening. Did I mean, you know about Be Real? I think I've heard about Be Real. She's been in some of my pictures. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm like, what's happening? My picture is being taken. I'm like, who's seeing this picture? Everybody and anybody. Is anybody, is anybody on Facebook in your world? I'm only on Facebook for family, pretty much. Um, And some random, like, Facebook groups. Like, I have a college meme account Mm -hmm. that sometimes funny things on. But I can't tell you the last time I posted something on Facebook unless I was trying to get people to buy tickets for a show I was in. So there you have it. And this is kind of serious. So I just, because we're going to be talking about the impact of right. social media on mental health with Sarah. Just curious your your perspective on how it has impacted maybe your generation um, positively or negatively. Yeah. I mean, I feel like most of my growing up, I've had some sort of social media or right. access like that. And thinking about the way that how I've used those platforms has changed over time, just in terms of like, not comparing yourself to others when posting. And I don't know, there was a whole time period of like, I knew friends that were editing their photos to, you know, Mm -hmm. change their body and things like that. And that has a big impact on kind of how you see yourself. So I think that it definitely has taken a toll because we have so much more access to like 
think that everyone has a perfect life, but you only, I mean, I only post the parts of my life that are fun online. I'm not posting sad things. So I have to assume that's the same for everyone else, but it doesn't always feel like that. So Yeah. yeah. Thank you for that insight. Yeah. I just, yeah, it's such a complex and fascinating space and like, watching Addison navigate her social media compared to like, like we're on the same platform and just even like how we mm-hmm. use it. It's so different because none of that is organic and natural to you and me. But right. as she pointed out, like she's kind of been there Known and then forever. the generations that follow, like some of these little babies are on those iPads, just iPad like kids. swiping yes. back and forth. So I don't know, hopefully, you know, Sarah can give us some insights on, on how to navigate that because she's kind of a pro yeah yeah I'm excited to talk to her and really appreciate Addison you being here for our opening it's been yes, really fun I'm excited to listen to Sarah our this present moment is an initiative of the St. Paul Minnesota Foundation that supports the work of BIPOC artists throughout Minnesota Through their craft, these artists honor their communities and aim to challenge and change dominant narratives. Meet this year's artists and view their work in our digital art gallery at spmcf.org slash art. Welcome back. We are so excited to have Sarah Edwards here with us right now. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. Um, there's just so much we could say about you. So I just picked like three random things just so that uh, for the folks who don't know you, they can get to know you a little bit better. So Sarah is the CEO of Some Great People, a creative marketing agency. Um, she is the co-founder and CEO of Fashion Week Minnesota. And one of my favorite things about you is Sarah is also an artist. <laughs> trying to get comfortable with that title but yes yeah that's a little bit why I said it yes thank you I, no I appreciate it because you should own it because you are an artist. I'm trying to <laughs> we're definitely going to dig into that today but just to get started we have a, a little routine that we go through three questions we're going to ask you uh, would love to know your answer on the following Sarah messy or tidy messy Ooh, <laughs> good answer Easy. good answer yes football or basketball basketball there's there's something there right basketball were you a player basketball i was yep. yeah i i love basketball it's okay. a, kind of a big part and of you, my and, life and you watch you watch yep okay. they played amazing last night um 150 points it's like a record league the timberwolves sorry oh, thank you yeah yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? They? Who's, who are the they's <laughs> yeah. um and our last question i'm very excited to hear this one uh sneakers or heels sneakers okay always okay good Good. Great. We were looking at your bio and there's this line where you're described as a connector, a creative, a storyteller, and an influencer. You you now need to add artists to that. Okay. But, (laughs) but, you know, like, how would you describe for those people who don't know you, how would you describe what you do? That's a great question. I was thinking about that question recently because there's the things you do and then there's the things that pay your bills. Mm Mm-hmm. I do a lot of the stuff I do that I love (laughs) are different. So when I think of the word or the term connector, it's more than just connecting people. It's kind of connecting. It could be businesses, brands, nonprofits, uh, missions. You know, what I like to do is meet with a lot of different types of people and kind of 
take a lot. One of my favorite questions to ask when I have coffee with people is like, so like, what do you need help with? Because it doesn't matter who you are, how successful you are. You always need help with something and it might just be a connection. And then I like learning what people are working on and trying to be like, oh, you need to connect with this person is working on this thing. So I get a lot of joy when um, connecting people because it it can really help. I know for me, when I get connected to someone or something that is um, really valuable, it can really sounds cheesy, but like change your life. So I really like to connect people. You, you mentioned social media. That's one of mm-hmm. the main platforms. And of course, you're an influencer. And mm-hmm. I feel like I, I know you because I'm sitting here with uh, Sarah Edwards and yeah. in, in the flesh. But I'm, we were talking about before the segment how social media for all of us can be such a beautiful thing. It is a place where we connect. We learn. We see great things happen in the world. And then there's the dark side, the the way that social media can impact our mental health and particularly mm-hmm. with younger children. And so just sort of curious how you balance that or think about it. And I, I know that you, you really sort of talk about mental health mm-hmm. on your channel. So if we could go that that's a lot, but yeah. we can take it piece by piece. Well, I balance it terribly. Um, okay. mm-hmm. I strive to have better, um, a better relationship. The thing is, like you said, Social media, I've seen, can do incredible things. It helps people find people that they have things in common with, you know, make them feel like they can be connected. Um, You know, it helps small businesses, you know, with their marketing. And and there's so many good things. Yes. And there's so many terrible things. It can cause depression and anxiety, you know, comparison, um, you know. So I think... I'm going to say a lot of cheesy things today, but I do really think it has to start with like your inner health. Like you have to be in a good place mentally and spiritually before you go on social media. Cause if you're not, you kind of just, it can really drag you down. And I think too, um, there's this quote that I was listening to in a different podcast actually, cause a lot of things with social media, people can ruin your day in a matter of seconds. Yes, And that's, terrifying um you know I (laughs) I'll never forget I put on this fashion show um and it was all about celebrating aging and all of my models were ages like 65 I think my oldest model is like 99 and the whole purpose of the show was to celebrate beauty and style at every every age and it could be 99% positive comments people whatever and that one person Mm -hmm. like ruined it for me and that's when I'm like I have to get thicker skin because she said something really snobby and it made me feel terrible and I I couldn't listen to anything good that anyone said and so it's like if I'm gonna be doing these things I'm gonna and I'm I don't have thick skin so those little things Mm -hmm. still bother me but I've gotten better but the thing I was going to say, and I hope this helps someone else, is that it only hurts if you believe it to be true. So if like that uh-huh. comment, if I believe that, then it would be really hurtful. It's kind of like I was joking the other day with a friend. If someone was like, you know, Sarah is a really stuck up snob, whatever. I'm like, I just don't believe that. But if someone was like, she's kind of a space cadet. Like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that doesn't actually hurt me, but that, right, right. I would say that is true. So I think that... With social media, you kind of have to just have a good sense of self before because, and especially when you're out there, people right. come for you and it's right. it's intense. 
Just a, a short follow-up on that. How do you, because you use the platform and so many of us do, but you in particular, can you take breaks from it? You know what's interesting about that? Yes and no. I think what's been interesting too is when you um, are expected to comment on everything um, mm. or have, and I think too, it's becoming to a point where I'm like, I want to read about this before I have anything right. to say. I'm not a news outlet. I don't have all of the information. And I think sometimes that's been kind of tricky. Um, there was a time I took a couple break. I think I took two weeks off social media and it was during a time that um, the hashtag stop Asian hate was trending or something. And I came back with like all of these nasty messages uh. in my inbox because I wasn't. And then and we talk about performative. It's it's nuanced, right? Because right. I do believe in speaking and using a platform. But I also believe that sometimes now we're going really into it right away. But um, that can also be problematic if you're just if I were just go on social media and be like, I'm going to say this thing and then I'm going to get back off of it. So I don't know. It's right. my point being that I try to take breaks sometimes, but then it can be weird too. So I don't know. I haven't figured it out. Yeah. Does it create, you know, I've, I've just been thinking this season, we've talked to a lot of entrepreneurs we've yeah. talked to a lot of folks and, you know, by virtue of being an entrepreneur, it's yeah. almost like a 24, seven, 365 <laughs> job. But then you add to that um, a social media presence, which the average person uses for their personal fun and joy yeah. and whatever. But like you're using it kind of for a combination of work of some of the community service that you do is, is there a way that you can sort of be active, but sort of maintain your, like you've talked about it a little bit, but like maintain your boundaries and your sense of self. Yeah. I mean, I'm working on that. It's, it's really, tr it is really tricky. Like I was trying to, uh, we should just record my next therapy appointment. Um, <laughs> but I was like trying to figure out how to have, because I know that for me in particular, social media is really important for what I do for work, but also what I do for connecting people. Like I know that I get access to certain rooms, to certain conversations, to certain relationships, whatever, because I'm a public figure. Like I'm aware of that. So then if I were to just go completely silent or go offline, I feel like I wouldn't be able to do as much with what I can. So it's kind of that balance of like, what, what are the pros of what I get for being out there and what, how much is it like hurting my mental health and trying to find that balance? I think like to your point, being an entrepreneur you're on 24 seven. And that would like, I had a really hard personal year this year and I felt like I literally couldn't take a break. Yeah. And that was really depressing <laughs> mm -hmm. because of there wasn't like a substitute where I was like, okay, you go in, I'm going to take some time off. Like I couldn't. And that was probably like the hardest part of managing. I will, you know, I, I just want to acknowledge that you said it in an offhand way about your therapist, but I love that you said it so casually. Yeah. I want people to realize like, it's just a thing. It's like, I went to my dentist. Yes. Like, Exactly. Like I that. think we should go to therapy when we're not at our lowest. Like, I think it's like, get your, you know, talk about these things. And I think finding a therapist, too, that you can really connect with is important. Wow. We could go down the therapy <laughs> road. I'm going I'm to grab onto that, though, and, and go into um, Fashion Week a little bit. Yeah. I um, 
I just for myself, I have to admit, fashion can be very intimidating. Oh, yes. And scary. In fact, I had to get ready for, I think it was a gala, and I'm in the dressing room texting Nadej with like pictures <laughs> of everything. I'm like, I look like crap, but I'm like, no. Nadej, what do I wear? So that tells you where I'm at. Mm-hmm. However, in being introduced to Fashion Week and mm-hmm. you, um, there's an alignment with the with the foundation values. It's mm-hmm. advocating for equity. And you mm-hmm. talked about um, doing a fashion show that was on around age mm-hmm. and aging. And I know that other topics, including mental health, find their way into the themes that you're, mm-hmm. you curate. And I wondered if you could talk a little bit about how you use fashion as a tool for social change. Yeah, definitely. What fashion has always done is it allows me to have a conversation And I think when I was really digging into, because I usually, not today, but I usually have pretty loud style. And I was trying to understand if that's because when I dress a certain way that's kind of loud, a lot of times we're like, oh, cool jacket, or I like your basketball purse. And then I I can engage back, you know? Mm -hmm. So I feel like the way I dress allows people to engage with me, which is at the end of the day, I like connecting with people. Um, I, you know, I grew up in northern Minnesota in a small town and um, we I had a single mom. We like didn't have much money. So we did a lot of thrifting and a lot of garage sales. But I'm grateful for that because I was able to kind of develop a sense of style. You know, I wasn't wearing like a $70 Abercrombie right. sweatshirt or anything. And I think that enabled me to explore fashion as a creative outlet I'm not going to brag. I got voted best dressed with my, with my vintage and my thrift, whatever. But, right. but I'm that, not surprised. But that gave me confidence, yes. you know, yes. that like I didn't know I had. Um, and then so for me, I guess with Fashion Week and everything, it's like I wanted other people to feel like exploring your sense of self can be really fun and give you confidence, mm. not the other way around where you have to you have to wear this and like. I, I sometimes I feel bad or guilty because I'm like, I'm not anti-trend, but I just feel like you should wear whatever makes you feel good. And I think sometimes it's like, this is the color of the season or this is the like, who cares, you know? So I think sometimes I probably piss people off that I'm the co-founder of Fashion Week because I think other people would maybe do it differently. It's not just about people feeling welcome. It's about people feeling celebrated, you know? And I think it's like, we don't want just like to have the bare minimum of like, oh, this is a space where you feel welcome. It's like, you're not only like feel welcome, but you're going to feel like really, really cool and really great about yourself. And people are going to celebrate your unique, distinct style. Well, I appreciate that because uh, I left my house this morning with boots my wife hates. They're these rubbery winter boots. I'm like, I know Sarah's not going to judge me. So here I am in my boots and I'm feeling good about myself. You know, Sarah, when I listen to you talk um, and even just on your social Mm -hmm. media platforms, one of the things that's really clear is that you you care about other people deeply, like in a specific and general sense. Yeah. Even just how you talked about what Fashion Week is and mm-hmm. what it should be in Minnesota. And I don't remember the first time I ever noticed um, you you post um, the word Sonder. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I man. remember like you posted about it and I was like, what is that word? That's fascinating. And I know now it probably is taking on deeper meaning, which we'll get to, but... You know, I'd like to read the definition or the one I found and then like just have you like share like why that resonated, like 
Because it seemed to have spoken to you. Yeah, I'll probably start crying right oh, now. No. no, I don't want to be responsible for making guests cry. <laughs> no. Okay, I so I like found this, this definition, and I hope it's not like super long, but yeah, you know, it's here good. goes, listeners. Sonder, the realization that each random passerby is living a life as vivid and complex as your own, populated with their own ambitions, friends, routines, worries, and inherited craziness. An epic story that continues invisibly around you like an anthill sprawling deep underground with elaborate passageways to thousands of other lives that you'll never know existed, in which you might appear only once as an extra sipping coffee in the background, as a blur of traffic passing on the highway, as a lighted window at dusk. Where did you get that <laughs> definition? Nadezh's special dictionary. Like that is that? It's gorgeous. It's a mysterious word to yeah. me. I don't even care if it's, ama- I don't know. I'm just obsessed with that paragraph. <laughs> so Sonder, my, the reason I love that so much is being a human being is so complex all day, every day. You truly never know the depth of what someone might be experiencing at any given moment. For me, I think that I the more people and the reason I'm passionate about this, the more people that are kind of in that mindset of right. like, you never know the complexity of the human next to you, what they're going through. And they might be pretending and holding it all together. And it could be, you know, you just don't know. And it's just fascinating to me how we're all interacting all the time in all of these spaces, either directly or indirectly. So the other reason I bring up Sonder <laughs> is because I'm going to take us back full circle to mm-hmm. me calling you an artist. Yes. And Sonder is the name of an upcoming art. I don't even know what to call it. I know. It just seems so fascinatingly cool. But like <laughs> we're going to get to see Sarah Edwards, the artist. Yeah. Can you talk about being an artist a little bit? I can because I like, okay, so this is hilarious. Growing up, I was terrified of the arts because you just hear the word starving artist when I was gonna go to college I like was like oh I have to be a which I be a mechanical engineer they they have stability right they have jobs so it's like imagine me as an engineer um but like art was like out of absolutely not that is not that is a hobby that is you know what I mean and so Art has been weirdly something I'm terrified of, like terrifying. I, and I love art and artists. Like mm-hmm. it's a big part of my life. I love celebrating art or artists. But for me to do art has always been something that's very scary. So this year when my life was like blowing up, I was like, why not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I started and I've always painted and like done things, but it's just been whatever. And so I started painting this year. And it's literally like not saved my life, but it's been very much something I didn't realize I needed. And so it's been a lot of painting. And for me, like I kind of for better, or for worse, like having a goal or something I'm working towards. So painting, painting, painting and like, OK, I think maybe, you know what? I think I'm going to do an art show. I was like, yeah, I don't want to do just an art show. Like, come look at my art. But I was like, what? what am I passionate about? I'm like, well, I'm passionate about community. I love bringing lots of different types of people together in a space. Um, Now that we can do that, I don't want to ever say we're out of the pandemic, but like we can gather. Um, And I think that I'm always 
like amazed by the amount of talent we have here in the Twin Cities artists. And I also feel like I know a lot of people that maybe aren't as well known that I want to amplify. So this thing evolved and it kind of took on a light of life of its own. And trust me, when I started this, I'm like, I'm a, what's it called? A masochist. Is that when you like it put pain on yourself? Um, yeah, I think that's the right word. Yes, that, yep. would, Can be I say that? that would be it. That would be it. I'm a masochist because I was like, I, I'm already like, don't have time or energy to put on this event. But like when I set my mind to something, I'm like, I'll do it and I'll figure it out. Um, so Sonder, this event's in February, uh, 2023. The reason I chose February is it's one of the most depressing times to live in Minnesota. I think like we're all like, why do we live here? That's you know, true. it's yes, dark it at is. four o'clock in the afternoon. It's 30 below. You mm-hmm. don't want to leave your couch. Um, so I wanted to do an event that brought all different artists together of different mediums. Um, and I, approached the Chambers Boutique Art Hotel. I was like, I want to take over your hotel, the entire thing for a night. And I want to fill it with people and art and music and fashion and food and whatever. And he was like, he was like, (laughs) okay. And I think that what's been fun is I didn't have the word Sonder in mind when I was concepting all of this. So it's like this, what is this event? It doesn't make any sense. It's just a bunch of artists. And then, you know, knowing how much I love this word and knowing what I want people to take away from this event is just the complexity of the human experience at any given moment. And what better way to do that than through art? And so basically the brief I gave the artists was the paragraph Sonder and like, how do you interpret that through? Great through your art. And so each artist had to kind of put together what they're going to do. And my big goal is that people come to this event and we're going to market the crap out of the the artists and stuff like that. But I really, really want people to support and build relationships with these artists. I had all the artists say like, what are you hoping to get out of this event? You know, are you hoping to find an investor? Are you hoping to find, you know, a retail space? Are you hoping to like, I want this to be a connection hub to help the artists thrive and know that like we have so much talent here. We don't have to go to LA or New York or wherever. We just need to, um, to support the artists, you know, through funding and through other ways. So it'll be cool. Cause like I'll tease a little bit, like, but like one room in the hotel will be, there's a sculptor who does these like incredible sculptures and then there's also going to be like live opera, like in the penthouse. Wow. So you like wander up there and then you might go downstairs and there's like a mini fashion show with like a spoken word artist. And then you might go into a different room and it's like a cool um, augmented reality projection of like a film. Like it's so that's why it's hard to describe. <laughs> It, I I think you're describing it perfectly, perfectly. Okay, and it, it it sounds a lot like well obviously yeah because that's the point but the the underground the ants the tunnels yes. like I'm seeing this in human form yes. all of these different pockets you can step into a completely different universe within the same space a lot of the artists too that work in commercial spaces like they might do a lot of video work for brands and they might do mm floral arrangements for weddings I was like what if there was an event where you had no rules other than like what you want to share right. with your perspective and the only brief is how do you interpret this word so I think sometimes as creatives you know I do a lot of work in marketing and stuff 
I always dream of if someone would be like, here's no rules. Like, what do you got? Right. You know what I mean? So I'm hoping that, um, you know, people can really get, get wild with everything. And the hash, the hashtag, one of them is let's get weird. I think that when we're little kids, we have more freedom to just be our weird, authentic selves. And we're not afraid. This goes back to the social media stuff. The older we get, we have to like close up and close up. And then you're like walking around like a robot because that's what's expected. So I really do want Sonder, this event to be kind of a safe space for people to get weird. And when I say weird, I mean, however you interpret that. Right. So I just don't want you know, people a lot of times with events like Sarah, what do I wear to this? And I always struggle answering that because if you want to wear those boots, wear those boots. If like you feel good in those, you know what I mean? Like I, whatever you feel good in, that's more important than trying to fit like a dress code per se. Um, you know, I want like a kid with like a huge blue mohawk standing next to a woman in a Tom Ford suit. Like that make, brings me a lot of joy. Um, so I just really want it to be an eclectic group of people like truly expressing themselves. Um, I'm very excited for it. I'm ex- I need to be there. I'm super I, anxious because it's like coming up really quick. You know, you mentioned childhood. I love the no rules part. And one of my fondest memories of art as a kid was when our teacher would take all of the scraps from all of the, you know, you cut out the, the shapes, all the scraps, strings, sticks, pour it in the middle of the, um, the wooden floor. I think this was first grade. And then we could go grab whatever we wanted and made what make whatever we want on Fridays. So every day was structured except for this one day. And it yep. reminds me of that. People yes. can just be free. Yes. And so and what you what comes of that is is so magical. And I just have to say, I've been following your art making. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. The big form, beautiful colors. You're very talented. So um, how Thanks. many pieces will you have at this show? Okay, so this is nuts. I'm gonna have um 17 paintings that are pretty large yeah but then I'm also I'm like gonna take a big breath before I say this but I'm like launching like a fashion brand oh because I (laughs) it's just funny trying to pull this all off if I'm being completely honest um I've fashion's always been a big part of my life obviously and I love sketching and pulling things together and and I have a lot of ideas, but I'm taking some of my paintings and I printed it on fabric and then I'm taking the fabric and turning oh, it into wow. like suits and dresses and yeah. headscarves. And so I hope it turns out, I mean, it might be a huge disaster, but I'll try. No, I <laughs> doubt that. I, I doubt it. Imagine a scenario where there's, that be true. there's this artist I uh, am obsessed with. I think he's out of New York. His name is Kid Super. And he's kind of my North Star right now. Most I like him because he's kind of quirky and he doesn't take himself too seriously. So I like that about him. But he is a painter. But then he does. So he does all of these beautiful art pieces. But then he does fashion. And then he does um, like brand partnerships. And he did this show that's similar where he had like all of his art up. And then like the mannequins with like the different fashion next to it. So it's kind of what I'm envisioning. Um so now I have to find a bunch of man- mannequins. If anyone knows where I can find those. <laughs> That's a call. Oh my goodness. Call out my the mannequins. mannequins. You've got mannequins. My yeah. Google searches are so that. weird. Oh, I, I was like nine mannequin heads. That could be a whole other episode. Yes, and yes. I, you know what? I 
we could talk to you probably all day and like yeah. go down a number of these rabbit holes and passageways, <laughs> but you are clearly a very busy woman. So yeah. we want to give you back your day. Oh, Sarah, thank you so much. Thank for you. Thank you. What today. a pleasure. This is fun. Thank you so much. Wow. That was fun. That was so much fun. Um, there's just so much to unpack there, but yes, I'm still a little stuck on the let's get weird. I love the idea about thinking about that in the sense of like when we were five. Yes. That just that creative spirit when right. you don't have all the rules that we have day in and day out. I really appreciated that. Yeah. Right. And it seems like for her, for her that let's get weird translates into her being able to do all of these many different things that are sort of connected, but not really. And I loved that piece of today's conversation because I'm inspired to go, you know, she, she was talking about art and being an artist and just doing this massive art show. What if new ideas could blossom for all of us in this way? That would be pretty amazing. I mean, could you imagine what a, what a better world this would be if, if we all thought about Sonder Yes. And then also all of the connections that we have the power to activate. Right. You know, I had another insight, Nadezh, that I think you might appreciate. Um, we've talked a little bit about as sort of self-described or proclaimed introverts. I want to say intranet today for some reason. <laughs> we're not intranets, we're introverts. Um, you know, that sort of social networking isn't always the most comfortable or natural, at least I'll speak for myself. And when I was listening to Sarah today, I was thinking about how in ways social media removes that barrier a little bit for those of us who are comfortable on social media, but it, you know, going into a room takes a lot of energy. So I was curious what you thought about that or what you think about that. No, I think you're totally right. Cause it's a way that you can engage with somebody asynchronously so you yes. don't have to sort of have the pressure of 5 p.m. Tuesday at such and such hotel ballroom um, you can just sort of do it when it makes sense I will say however there is like a low-key like introverts most terrifying nightmare situation <laughs> oh, yes. that happens here is that you can like become friends with somebody on social media yeah. And then encounter them in real life and like they recognize you and you don't recognize them. Yes. Well, Nadege is probably more in that category. She's a little bit of a celebrity. Um, no, not yeah. even a little yeah. bit, but I'm just saying as as an introvert and yeah. also somebody who is always working hard to remember names. Yes. Like that's the low key terrifying thing that like I will be at the grocery store and someone will be like, Nadege, hey, hey, we chatted on. So and I'll be like, what? No, we have a PSA to make right now. Listen, all of us need to just introduce ourselves and say our names. We're all busy. We all have a lot of people that we have to remember. Just when you walk up to someone, say, hello, Melanie. Like, you know, I'm, I'm talking to you. I'm introducing myself. Then it would just take that pressure off. That happens all the time. We don't, can't all remember names. That totally does. And, you know, I don't know how we got to like my oh. inability to remember from Sarah's <laughs> yes. great conversation, but I think it just ultimately. She's allowing us to be weird it boils, right now. And it boils down to connection. Yeah. Right. Like, let's just make it easier to connect with each other. I agree. Thank you for listening to I So Appreciate You. You can find us on Facebook at I So Appreciate You Podcast and on Twitter and Instagram at So Appreciate You. We'd also appreciate you taking a moment to write us a review. And if you like our show, be sure to follow I So Appreciate You on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to us right now. Have a question or topic suggestion? Email us at podcast at spmcf.org.
Thank you for listening to I So Appreciate You.